Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Warren, thank you so much for taking the time to hop on. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It was uh, quite a game yesterday. Most certainly. I I guess if there is anything out of a few controversies, it was the decision by Kyle Shanahan to receive the football. What were your thoughts in real time as he and the team made that decision? I thought it was a good decision. Um, I always want the football. I always want to put the uh, the pressure on the other team. And, and if you feel like you can go down and score, and you've already scored the last couple of times you had the ball, even though they were just field goals, you still put the pressure on them to have to score at least a field goal to tie you or a touchdown to beat you, which is what happened. But you're putting confidence in your football team that, that they can uh, go down and score maybe a touchdown or a field goal and that your defense can hold. So, that's kind of what has to happen. And it doesn't matter if you take the ball first or not. You're going to have to score a touchdown. What if the Chiefs took the ball first and they went down and scored a touchdown and you didn't score a touchdown? Everybody would have said they made the wrong decision there. So you're never going to be right if you lose the football game because you didn't score enough points. That was the, that's, the, that's the bottom line. You have to score more points than the other team, and it doesn't matter when they happen. Warren Moon is here with us, the JR Sport Re Show on CBS Sports Radio. The, the nightmare scenario did come true, uh, well, at least for the, the 49ers, and we know that uh, Patrick Mahomes did take them down the field and threw that touchdown pass that we just heard uh, to Hartman. When you take a look at, at Patrick Mahomes, what makes him special from your perspective as a Hall of Famer? I think it's his competitiveness. I think we all know that he's a very physically talented guy as far as being able to throw the football from all different angles with his arm uh, to be able to run the football you know, and, and really put pressure on the defense with his legs, scramble, make plays outside the pocket. But I think it's his competitiveness that, that really drives him over the top. And you could see on that last drive, he wanted to take that football game over. Uh, he dropped back to pass one time, and he had no – intention of throwing the football he just took off and ran and got about 15 20 yards on a scramble because he wanted to do it on his own if he had to and and that's what he was doing on that drive he i think he was eight for eight in overtime um and then he had you know, a couple of big scrambles so the thing that i love about him is his competitiveness and especially at, at winning time in ball games that's when he seems to play his best and that's when you want your quarterback playing his best football well, Warren, we've heard so many comparisons uh, about catching Tom Brady and Mahomes having to answer this. When you look at his style of play and how the NFL has changed, 
realistically, like how much longer do you think we're going to see him perform at a ridiculous level? He's only 28. Right. And he's only 28, and he's just getting to his prime, believe it or not. Um, it just depends on how long he wants to play and then how long he can still do all these special things that he does. Because at some point you're going to start to lose some of those things physically. When does that come? Does it come when he's you know, 35? Does it come when he's 33? Um, that's still another five, six years away. So he still has a chance to uh, to win as many Super Bowls as Tom. But I don't think he has to win as many to be considered as good. It's, it's the way he's doing it right now, so early and so many of them. And if he continues at this rate, you know, even if he finishes with five or six, in what, in how many years? You know, Tom played 23 years. I mean, if if, uh, if Patrick plays what, 10, 12, 15 years, and he gets six Super Bowls, I mean, I, I think that's equivalent or better. So, I just love the way the guy plays the game. Uh, you look at what he's done since he's been in the league. He's been to six straight AFC championship games. Every year that he has started, he's been to the championship game, and he's already been to five Super Bowls. So nobody's had that type of start, and um, I don't see him getting any worse because he has a very young defense. Uh, I'm sure they're going to make some improvements offensively, maybe get him a number one receiver. And if they do that, they're going to be that much more dangerous. Warren Moon is here with us. The JR Sportman Show on CBS Sports Radio. On the opposite side, you have a less heralded quarterback in Brock Purdy who, who didn't wow yesterday, didn't have a bad game. It was just okay. What are your thoughts and evaluation after now seeing him for a full season plus what we got last year? I love how the young kid has played. And, and all he's taken is criticism all season long about uh, he's only this good because of the talent that he has around him. Well, most quarterbacks have talent around them. That's one of the reasons why they play well. Quarterback is one of the more uh, dependent positions there are in, in professional sports, and uh, you have to have good players around you in order to be successful. Um, there's no question he has a very talented team, but he still has to make those throws. He still has to make those reads. He still has to be able to get the get the team in and out of the right plays at the line of scrimmage. And he makes plays with his legs a lot. And he did that in the two uh, come-from-behind uh, playoff victories, and he made some big plays yesterday. So, you know, this kid is just on his way. you got to remember he's only in his second year. He's been to an NFC championship game. He's been to a Super Bowl. And he's only going to continue to get better. So I wish people would lay off of him because of you know, where he was drafted. People don't remember that Tom Brady was a six-round draft pick as well. And I think he had a pretty good career. So where you're drafted doesn't always mean you know, how good you are. Well, Warren, we, we all know about the success you had at the CFL and, and in the NFL with the Oilers and, and moving on as well. It seemed, I don't want to say that you were ahead of your time, but we certainly know that you use your feet. When you take a look at the, the, the way the quarterback position is played now, Lamar Jackson winning, winning an MVP, Josh Allen rushing on a dime probably too often, how do you feel about the evolution of the game? And what the heck would you be doing right now if you played? <laughs> uh, it'd be scary if I was still in my prime playing and the way the game is being played today and uh, the rules – the rules the way they are for the passing game and then the way they protect the quarterback that's the thing i love uh they just you you just don't don't get good uh hits on the quarterback anymore and if you do you know you get flagged for it so um it wasn't that that uh, way in my day but 
I really like the way the quarterback position is played now. It's more of a hybrid position where you definitely have to be able to throw the ball from the pocket, but you better be able to move around and make things happen with your legs if you can because these defenses are so fast now and they have so many different uh, pressures and wrinkles with, with their blitzes and things that ultimately you're going to have to make somebody miss because somebody's going to either get beat or somebody's going to come free. So if you have that ability with your legs to be able to avoid someone, to get outside the pocket, extend a play, and make a play downfield with your arm or with your legs, that just makes you a much more valuable quarterback. So you see a lot of the guys in the league now that can do that, You know, whether it's Josh Allen or, or, um, or Habert or, or Patrick Mahomes or any of uh, the other guys you mentioned, Lamar Jackson, I mean, you can go on and on. All these guys have the ability to move, but they also can throw the football from the pocket, which you have to be able to do. Well, L- Lamar Jackson caught a lot of criticism, and we know that Patrick Mahomes is at the top of the totem pole. Do you think Lamar gets the credit that he deserves? It was a bad way that they, they ended in that AFC championship game. Oh, he gets the credit. I mean, you don't become a two-time MVP if people aren't thinking you're not a pretty good player. There's not a lot of, a lot of two-time MVPs in this league so uh, that have played in this league. So he's getting the credit. But until, you know, he wins the big one, nobody ever gets the uh, actual credit they deserve. And, and he, uh, he's gotten close. And he has a lot, he has a lot of more opportunities to, to get it done if he stays healthy. You know, the only thing that worries you about Lamar is, is the style that he plays. Um, it gives him more opportunities to maybe get hurt. But he's starting to throw the football more from the pocket. Uh, he's running the ball a little bit less. And uh, he's only going to continue to keep proving as a, improving as a pocket passer. So he'll have his opportunities to maybe get to the big game and win it. Um, but until then, he's a two-time MVP, which means he's had some really good seasons. Warren Moon is here with us, CBS Sports Radio, the JR Sport Brief Show. Somebody, and it's crazy how time flies, Russell Wilson is going to be 36 later on this year. We have no idea where he's going to play. We don't know what's going on with Denver. Uh, what are your thoughts on him? I know that you guys have a little bit of a connection to having both played up in Seattle. Yeah, well, you know, I did the radio for uh, the Seattle Seahawks for 15 years, so I was here when, when Russell came in as a rookie and I really got a chance to know him and, and share ideas and different things with him. Um, he was a fine player for the Seattle Seahawks. He, he had some... He had some troubles there in Denver those first couple of years, and I, I don't know if his future is going to be with the Denver Broncos um, by the way they put him on the bench at the end of the season. I think he and, and uh, Sean Payton, their philosophies are a little bit different as far as what Sean wants out of his quarterback. So Russell's probably going to be moving on if, they, if they're able to do it. You know, Because of his contract situation, it's not an easy contract to move. But uh, I'm sure there are some teams out there that would love to have his services uh, for a couple of years. Uh, you look at the Atlanta Falcons, I'm sure they're looking for you know a trigger guy, and there's some other teams around the league, whether it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, there's teams I know that, that need you know good quality quarterbacks, so it's just a matter of if those teams can fit him into their salary cap and all that, and then what the compensation would be. So we'll, we'll see how all that shakes out this offseason. Warren, as we start to wrap up this, uh, of course I want to ask you about uh, more of these quarterbacks. Man, we had some two young ones come in, two opposite ends of the spectrum. Bryce Young, a terrible year with the Panthers. Everything surrounded him, not good. And then we can go ahead and look at, at Houston and look at what Stroud has done. You know, do you think there's a possibility that you know Bryce can, can kind of bounce back, or is it out of his control? 
Well, some of it is his control, and then some of it's going to be the organization's control, and and they're just going to have to put some more pieces around him. Normally, when you're a number one overall pick, you're going to a pretty bad team. That's why that team got the number one overall pick because of their record, and they didn't have a lot of talent around him as far as offensive line play, as far as any any uh, explosive type players on the on the offensive uh, side of the ball on the uh, outside, and that so. It's kind of hard for a young quarterback to come in and do well. Again, like I talked about earlier, it's a, it's a dependent uh, position, and you're dependent on other players being around you that are very good. I think with C.J. Stroud in um, in Texas, he had he had some uh, nice little weapons around him that he could feed off of, and and he had a better team on the defensive side of the ball. Demarco uh, came. I, I mean, Demarcus. Oh, D'Amico. D'Amico, excuse me, D'Amico Ryans. He mm-hmm. he came in and did a great job defensively, which uh, always gave them a chance in those football games, and they put a couple of weapons around him, and he had some success. So I think Bryce Young is going to be okay if 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 they put some pieces around him. That you know they've had a lot of disarray there, coaching change in the middle of the season that doesn't help. Now he's going to have another coach, another uh, another offensive coordinator. So that that might set him back a little bit as well. But uh, I think he's a, he's a fine little player, and uh, if, if they get the right people around him, I think he'll be fine. Well, Warren, you went into the Hall of Fame in 2006. Last week we found out about the most recent inductees. Uh, people are kind of just looking at why Antonio Gates did not get in. I, I don't know if there's something with the writers. I have no idea. What are your thoughts on him having to wait a little bit longer? You know, I, I was shocked about a, a couple of different guys that didn't get in. I was shocked that uh, Torrey Holt didn't get in. I was surprised that Reggie Wayne didn't get in. Both of those guys have been waiting for a while, and they've both been finalists probably the last five or six years. So, you know, there's so many great players that have played this game. And what I try and tell those guys who make it to the finals, that if you make it to the finals at some point, you're probably going to be inducted. I just don't know when that's going to be. So just hold tight and try and be patient if you can. You know, the great Lynn Swan, I think he waited 16 times or something like that before he got put in. So it's not an automatic, you know, that, that you go in there because there's so many other players that are waiting to go in at all the other positions. And because football has so many more players than other uh, sports, and you're only going to put five guys in there, it's going to take a while sometimes. So uh, I feel bad for Antonio, but he's a great player, and I think he will be a Hall of Famer one day. A final question for you, Warren, here. Speaking of the Hall of Fame, Eli Manning is eligible next season. Given his regular season record and what he did in the postseason, longevity, what say you about Eli getting into the Hall? Yeah, that's going to be an interesting one because – you know the hall. They they look at what you did in the postseason, no question about it. But they also look at your overall uh, career, and so th- there was some up and downness in his career. But you know, I think uh, Eli Manning is a Hall of Famer. There's no question about it. And you know, whether he's a first ballot guy, I'm not sure. But uh, we'll find that out next year when he's when he's eligible. But having two Super Bowl rings and and a couple of MVPs in your back pocket doesn't hurt. Most certainly. Well, Warren, thank you so much for adding your perspective. Where can people follow and keep up with you and all your thoughts, my man? You can uh, find me on Twitter at WMoon1 and uh, Instagram uh, WarrenMoon1. So that's where I am. That's where I'll be. And uh, if you want to reach out to me, go ahead and reach out to me. Are there any more Hall of Fames that we can put you in, or you fill them all up already, right? <laughs> I just went into the Houston Sports Hall of Fame two weeks ago, believe it or not, and uh, 
I was very honored by that because of the the uh, quality of people that are in there. I mean, you, you're talking about Nolan Ryan and and uh, Roger Clements and uh, Clyde Drexler and Akeem Olajuwon and A.J. Foyt and Mary Lou Redden and Carl Lewis. I mean, the, the people that have come out of that city, uh, just amazing athletes. So for me to be included in that, I was really, really honored by that. Hey, um, amazing years putting up the numbers uh, with the Oilers. Congratulations, Warren. I'm sure that we got we got more Hall of Fames coming. That's why I asked. Thank you so much for the time. <laughs> All right, thanks for having me on today. I really appreciate it. And uh, what a great ending to the season. Hey, let's see if they can three-peat. Are they going to be the first ones to do it, Warren? They'll have as good a chance as anybody, no question about it, because of their young uh, defense. And uh, I think they're, they're set pretty good contract-wise with all the people on their football team, so it should be good. All righty. Thank you again, Warren. Enjoy the rest of the off season, and let's see what moves everybody makes. You take it easy, okay? All right. Take care. Have a good night. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.